yeah. I was just, I realized that a lot of these artists are just putting out singles kind of, you know, every month or every two months. And that's kind of, that works really well with the, the social media generation, like this digital world that we live in. Mm. I think to have quick content coming out regularly is a lot more effective than, yeah. um, you know, a full album every two years. Mm. Um, so I just, fr from the beginning, I just decided that I was gonna just do singles um, and as, as regularly as possible. Secrets podcast today. I have an alternate uh, singer songwriter with me today that I'm so so happy for you to introduce. Um, and we're going to talk about some of his songs and um, yeah, other cool music stuff. And I can't wait to introduce him. So, um, everyone, please welcome Jennings Couch. <laughs> Thank you. It's good to be here. I didn't pronounce your name right. <laughs> You did, yeah, you did, it's perfect. <laughs> okay, my heart can slow down a little bit now, but um, <laughs> but you also have, I forgot to even mention this, you also have your own uh, recording production studio with a buddy of yours, right, um, called- I do, yeah, Holy, I do. Uh, Holy Well Studio, <laughs> not Holy yeah, Well. Yeah, I always yeah. think it's Holy Water, but it's Holy Well. <laughs> um, Holy Well Studio as well, that's where you're tuning in from, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, that's where I'm here now. Um, this was kind of a lockdown project for us. Like when the first lockdown happened, we um, there was nothing we could really do. We couldn't have sessions normally at our house or with other yeah. people. So we decided to get this space. And um, throughout lockdown, we were just building the studio and uh, getting it ready. Cause that was kind of a dream of ours is to have yeah. our own space. Cause before the studio, we were kind of working out of my bedroom and out of his bedroom and mm. back and forth, you know? Um, I mean, some of the songs that you can hear, I think even like um, Taste Like Water was done in our bedroom, uh, you know, so to have a to have a proper studio space is is such an incredible. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. I love it. Yeah, I like it's it's like yeah. every musician's dream at some point is like, you know, going out of the bedroom, like producing in your bedroom is cool. But like at some point, yeah, you yeah. want to get your own space. So, yeah, exactly. Great, man. <laughs> It feels more professional and now we can have we can actually invite other artists down here to have sessions, you know, because yeah. I mean, there was there was no room in the bedroom for other people. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The one with the guitar, the other one is like <laughs> trying exactly, to do this, yeah. the drum set. In. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. for, for the people that don't know who you are, um, just explain. Um, you can take as much time as you want. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, your backstory, uh, where are you from? Um, mm -hmm. and kind of what got you into music and, you know, to where you are now. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So um, I was born in New York City. That's that's where I'm from. Yeah. And um, I got into music while I was in New York. So I, I think my first kind of experience with music was getting into Green Day. Mm -hmm. They were kind of the first band that I, yeah. I started listening to when I was like kind of seven or eight years old. Yeah. And... Um, you know, after hearing the, the American Idiot album, I got I got super into music. And so I asked my mom for guitar lessons yeah. and um, she was like, oh, yeah, of course, of course. So, you know, I started having guitar lessons Dang. and then um, and then I, while I was still in New York, I started taking some piano lessons as well. And um, then we moved to London in 2005. I was about nine or 10 years old when we moved mm -hmm. here. And um, 
I was still I was still really into music. So uh, you know, I, at school I started taking drum lessons. Um, you know, I was still doing guitar, still doing piano, and then I started doing vocal lessons as well to learn how mm-hmm. to sing. Yeah. So from a really young age, I was always kind of into making music, and I wanted to learn as much about it as I could. Wow. And smart. That's there smart. wasn't. I didn't really. Um, yeah, it was. It was weird because I never wanted to learn other people's songs. Like the guitar teacher, we would, you know, would try and teach me, you know, this song or that song. And I always, I never really wanted to do that. I wanted to learn like the fundamentals of of music and and songwriting. Mm. Um, so from a very early age, I wanted to write my own songs. I think yeah. I wrote my first song at like 11 or 12 years old. Oh. Um, but yeah, that, that got me really into to songwriting. And um, yeah. at that point, I was in London and I was going to high school um, just outside of London and um, started kind of taking some music production classes at school, after school. And um, that allowed me to apply to a music university here in London. It's called BIM. I'm sure most a lot of people have oh, heard of yeah. it. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. And, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I studied uh, in Birmingham. I applied so to it's... BIM not too far exactly oh yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah when I when I applied actually it wasn't called BIM it was called tech music school Um, and um but they got they got incorporated into the BIM company or whatever so I applied to BIM for the for the songwriting course and um I got in and yeah I spent three years there just kind of learning more meeting people I mean I I made the best connections there I met I met my my old producer and a lot of friends and collaborators so that was a great experience to be able to just network with people and you know and also get into the live music scene in London because I'd never really played live before and um I knew as a kind of as a young artist it was really important to be able to play live as well so yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah. opened up the doors and opened up my world and my mind to you know what career in music might look like yeah. um so yeah that's uh that's kind of my story <laughs> dang <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, like really early as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all I've done my whole life. I, I've I've not done anything else other than than music my whole life. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's all it's all I know. Unfortunately, I mean, my I have no CV. My my CV is just like songwriter <laughs> producer. Like that's it. I don't know anything else. <laughs> oh, that's it's really cool. bad because like no, it's cool, but it's dangerous because you know. <laughs> If I do need to get a real job one day, it's going to be really hard. (laughs) (laughs) No, like it's well, that's what I'm saying is like nowadays it's like the best time to be a a musician, like because like it's never been easier, really, because all the gatekeepers are gone. Mm. The Internet, we can just do our thing and we can just do licensing and top lining and, you know, all these big companies or even Netflix, like even for movies, like through netflix yeah, and yeah. prime and stuff like that like the the movie like industry is booming and so yeah, yeah, they yeah. all need music right so i'm like exactly, I'm, exactly. at this point i'm not like a af- like afraid that I, like we'll be out of a job or something like i mean yeah, yeah, COVID yeah. was a bit of a like a weird one like just a, a yeah uh but i mean that's that's why if you put all your basket eggs in one basket or what is it called like yeah. if you were just yeah. doing live performances then you know that was like the yeah. thing to do right but if you have like exactly exactly comes you're like oh I'm doing sync and I'm doing top line doing my own stuff and um like yeah and playing live and all of that then that's just like one screen. yeah like, oh, I can kind of compensate um exactly I think it's it's really important especially as an upcoming artist to 
make use of all the like revenue streams that you can you yeah. know like don't just focus on one thing you have to be able to branch out and experiment and tap into different networks you know tap into radio tap into sync licensing tap into top lining like you said you know there are websites like sound better um mm -hmm. as part of spotify that you know you can get on there as a top liner or as a as a producer or whatever mm -hmm. and just tap into those other revenue streams you know because yeah, I think it's really important to use your skills as a writer or producer and just, yeah. you know, branch out wherever you can. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's that's what I've been noticing. Like, because I mean, I'm big on mindset and growth and, you know, you need to, to mm -hmm. stay in front of <laughs> everything right nowadays. Everything's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast. And so the, what I've been really noticing is that all these like millionaires that have like all this capital, they don't have just one income stream they have multiple incomes yeah. like it doesn't matter yeah. for us as musicians it looks different for someone else like you know they'll have like mm -hmm. houses they rent out and you know all the and yeah. that is like their income next to their online whatever they're doing it right and so exactly. i'm like oh that's very exactly. interesting because usually we just have like one full-time job and we do that all day but yeah then that's cut off and then that's yeah. it. <laughs> You yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> but that's why they're like oh okay so this happened that doesn't matter because i have like five or six different income streams and until exactly, I, that, exactly. I have you know just rely on that or something like that so that i thought that was interesting yeah. I'm like yeah why do i just have to do this one thing for the rest of my life <laughs> like, yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah don't yeah, have to. yeah. <laughs> i mean i've gotten really into collaborating recently like much more than i've than i've ever done like the last kind of year or two especially with covid um you know we've had like zoom collaborations and now that lockdown's over having people actually come to the studio i mean yeah. i've done much more collaborating than i've ever done um which is amazing because you get to kind of experiment in different genres maybe that mm. you're not used to yeah. um you just meet other artists and you just you know to have on on the on the topic of income streams you have royalties on these songs that you've worked on yeah exactly. and you know you never know what one song might do you know one could yeah. go really big or something so just to have that kind of like you said don't put all your eggs in one basket have an egg here and egg there and egg there and just yeah. spread everything out um i think it's uh it's really good yeah totally. especially like songs they're like evergreen mm. or music videos like you make them once and then they generate that that income exactly like exactly forever like as long as it's listen to exactly yeah yeah you yeah. know that that's the kind of the cool thing about music it's, it's not like a live performance right you do it once and it's like one yeah. too many and you know yeah and then when it's over it's over unless you record it again then again then it's yeah yeah again um yeah, or yeah. the audio and you have like a live version cd album that you have right yeah. there are so many options that like you can do nowadays um, exactly yeah yeah multiply that and especially if you can do the thing once and then have it be an ever mm -hmm. thing that's the best thing you can ever do rather than yeah yeah exactly yeah like yeah yeah i agree pop gig or something like that um record mm -hmm. it record it and have a live yeah version. like absolutely absolutely I love listening why not to live versions it's, it just gives it a different vibe than that clean yeah 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 you know <laughs> everything perfect yeah 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 kind of feel, right <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <but> yeah <laughs> um 
I think I found you. I mean, I thought I found you personally through a Spotify playlist. Um, because mm -hmm. what I love about Spotify is that it really recommends artists that you would actually listen to. Like it's not iTunes that's yeah, like, yeah. like, oh, have you listened to it? Sure, and Billy Alice. I'm like, yes, but I want new stuff. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um and spotify I feel like is not that biased and they actually recommend music mm -hmm. to you that you really want to listen to and so you popped up yeah yeah like, oh cool and i think it was you taste like wow. water. um yeah yeah and now i've had like time to listen to all of your stuff and it's mm -hmm. all like amazing and really good so wow. you're putting out <laughs> great you. music <laughs> um <laughs> But it kind of take us behind the scenes of, I know every song is different, but we all kind of have mm -hmm. our rhythm, I would say, as uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's yeah, like yeah. the process like? Like you can take a specific song mm -hmm. if you want to, like Taste Like Water or Look At Me Now or yeah. or whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say my, my songwriting process, um, well, I... I I always say that there's there's no rules in songwriting, right? There's no there's no rules, but there are some guidelines, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but for me, like it, it, it there like it just a song could kind of come from anything. So I could have I could just be playing the bass and find a cool bass line, or I'm on the computer and I'm programming drums and I find a pretty cool beat or something. Yeah. Um, or somebody says something and and I want to quote that, or it becomes yeah. the title of the song. Yeah. Or in the case of, um, if, of Look At Me Now, um, I actually, I had that song in a dream. So I was like, I was having a dream and I think it was I think it was me and my two sisters and a couple of my cousins we were all sitting like around a table and we all had guitars and stuff and we were just like jamming out um but I just heard the melody and that lyric like look at me look at me now I don't know why I heard that. I was just dreaming and you yeah, know, yeah. and I, I woke up and I was like oh god what was that and I, it was like four in the morning so I just grabbed my phone and just sung it you know look at me look at me now and I had the melody da 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 I was like, okay, cool. That you know, so then I just put it down and went to bed. And so I woke up that morning and I was like, man, what was that? What was that thing? And so I listened to it and I was like, okay, okay, right. So immediately went downstairs. This was before I had the studio. I was in my my house. So I went down to the studio and um, I just I put the whole song together that day. The entire song just like came out super quickly. Um, I I wrote all the lyrics. I did all the the instrumentation. Blah blah blah. In like a whole day and you know sometimes that just happens and for me it's the best feeling when a song just kind of comes out like that yeah. without any effort yeah. for me those are some of the best songs i mean it's just yeah it's amazing um so yeah my my process is kind of i let things come to me you know i let i let things happen because yeah. i i've learned like to force a song is kind of one of the the worst things you can do um you know i've been in sessions with people and and we're kind of stuck you know you have writer's block yeah. and we're just we're just pushing we're, we're pushing too hard we're trying these things pushing too hard yeah. and you just sit down at, at, after like two hours of trying stuff and you're like it's just not working you know it's just it's not clicking nice. so you just have to step away from it you know take a break um yeah. and come back to it you know because to force it for me is the worst thing so yeah like 
um, it's uh, really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, and I love it because it's different with every just anyone. Like I just like to ask the question. Yeah. Like everyone, because the thing is, like with when I first started, I'm like, oh, this is how everyone writes their songs, right? And like, of course, everyone yeah, yeah. And then I was like talking with other musicians, and you know, and and being just surrounded by other musicians, and now talking with like mm -hmm. other musicians on this podcast, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like it's not like <laughs> everyone writes it differently like it's it's very yeah 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 everyone has their thing you know everyone has their little things that they want to do or have to do or yeah. you know they have to get in the zone or, or whatever you know totally. um yeah 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 especially like when you're collaborating more i think it kind of gets you out of that you know that routine more or less yeah yeah exactly exactly kind of gets you no, out that's of true that. yeah and i think that's what makes collaborating so fun is because uh you have to try something new and that's usually when like new ideas come and uh, exactly exactly yeah collaborating is so good for like opening up your mind you know um because like you said you could get stuck in your own routine that's that's kind of dangerous <laughs> in in our um we we had a little chat before we recorded this episode and um there mm -hmm. was something interesting you really uh, you you said that i it's like a common theme i'm kind of noticing more and more um mm -hmm. about releasing singles on a regular bag yeah. rather than an album after like i don't know two or three years i hope you don't feel like yeah. a record but can you just walk no. and explain why you do that and kind of like yeah yeah the rhythm that you had or yeah or still kind of have that you kind of get back into after covid yeah i think um you know when i started releasing singles was back in 2018 and i mean I, you know i was just starting out from like from nothing yeah and i was working with the producer and we you know we we were really like we had a lot of songs kind of ready to go yeah. and we actually talked about you know should we what should we do should we release these as an ep or as singles or and yeah. we just realized that you know the artists that were influencing us in you know in the in the genre that we were working in which mm. is kind of alternative pop rock kind of stuff yeah i was just i realized that a lot of these artists are just putting out singles kind of you know every month or every two months and that's kind of that works really well with the the social media generation like this digital world that we live in mm -hmm. i think to have quick content coming out regularly is a lot more effective than yeah. um you know a full album every two years mm -hmm. um so i just fr from the beginning i just decided that i was gonna just do singles um and as, as regularly as possible yeah. so i got into this routine of every six or eight weeks i was gonna, i was dropping a new song complete with music video acoustic versions acoustic video and I got into this really good routine of, of releasing, shooting a video, doing the acoustic. And then by that time, the next song was ready to go and I would do it all again. Mm -hmm. And it, it honestly felt like a, a proper full-time job. I mean, I was just literally, you know, over and over and over, um, which I loved because every song is different and you have to tailor, you know, the, the release strategy and the campaign to each song. Yeah. Um, so I'd have to do a new photo shoot for every song and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I loved that. I think that was great. And I've seen, uh, I think I've seen a lot more growth in terms of like, you know, my, my socials and my, my Spotify listeners, that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, I've seen a lot more growth from releasing singles um, than I think I would with a full album, especially mm. because the amount of time it takes to, to just finish one track. I mean, to do like 12 <laughs> for mm. a full album, 
I would take, I mean, so long. I mean, that's why bands take, you know, a year or two to do a whole album. And exactly. I just, I just didn't have time for that. I just didn't, I didn't want to, you know, wait for that. I wanted to kind of get out there and, and bash it out, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm in the singles game now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is kind of a thing I've been, been seeing more and more um that like artists are adapting to because you know that's kind of what we talked about it has you know that's a lot of momentum that's happening right you're always yeah. um especially like social media and stuff like that they love love yeah love, uh regular content when they know okay every yeah. single day there's content every six weeks like they um, yeah yeah they love that just because you know they know you're going to be on their platform so yeah push yeah as well because if they're unreliable yeah. they're like oh sometimes they show up sometimes they don't it's like yeah yeah musicians. yeah like it's uh, yeah. I don't know, you're not gonna book someone where you're unsure if they're gonna show up or not like you need someone that's exactly reliable. exactly like if i book him he'll be there he'll even be like 10 minutes early yeah. like that yeah it's the same thing with i think i think um, yeah <clears throat> i think social media is is the driving force behind artists releasing you know singles very very frequently i think i think you know in this digital age that we live in especially the, the TikTok age people's attention spans are so short and so quick that you know they're you're just literally like swiping and it's like one second for each swipe you know and i think to, to grab someone's attention you need to number one show up in their feed regularly mm -hmm. um and number two your content has to be like striking enough to make them stop and actually watch so I think that you know that idea lends itself to the release strategy that we as artists kind of follow and you know because we want to tap into that quick um mentality that you know that that TikTok mentality um which yeah which is all over the world now mm -hmm. it's crazy yeah. like now like it's popping up everywhere right they had like now instagram has the reels and now i just saw on youtube they have oh, the youtube shorts i know shorts. i know that's what they're called <laughs> I, I i can't believe it i mean i i it, there's so many platforms to think about now you know yeah it's just like i i feel like i can't keep up so so now what i do is just i have to make one piece of content and put them put, the, put them all on the same platform because i don't i mean who has time to tailor content for each individual platform i mean i surely don't so <laughs> you know no. it's crazy no. yeah. maybe if you have a team and you can be like okay like put exactly it exactly You're yeah like, once you get to that level you can yeah. you can start doing that kind of stuff but at this at this beginning level i mean yeah. gosh it's uh it's a struggle <laughs> now you just gotta be yeah. i think you just gotta be really productive with your time so you know it, it's, yeah. you'll have to make sure to like that's what i'm kind of like really into right now is like really okay what is really important mm -hmm. what drives the needle forward and what doesn't like what is just yeah. stuff and what is like actually like pushing my music or my yeah yeah you know, my podcast or whatever it is that you're working on like what is exactly. really pushing that and if it's not within that set then don't do it <laughs> or find a way yeah 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 make it once yeah. and then you just kind of you know use it for everything else try to like recycle yeah recycle yeah your stuff like, exactly nothing exactly wrong. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah so <laughs> that's why i kind of yeah. like that you also bring out like an acoustic version and then you know i think mm -hmm. later on you did like a remix with one of your songs if i if i saw yeah it. yeah so savior had a drum and bass remix which actually my my producer yeah. that we run the studio with he did that 
Um, he did that when I first met him, actually. That's how we got to know each other. Um, so yeah, I think, I think remixes are really good. Acoustic yeah. versions are really good. I mean, my mom kind of is the one who made me do the acoustic versions because, yeah. you know, a lot of my songs were a bit too like heavy for her or too hard. And she didn't really, you know, she, she was like, I love, she was like, you're a great writer, but this is, this is too loud for me, you know? So I was like, okay, all right, let's, let's do, let's do quieter versions, acoustic version, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I can't it in my radio with that. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, that is also a great way to like just recycle what you have. Just don't, you don't always have to reinvent, reinvent the wheel every single time. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how you know if it's a great song. It, it will sound good, even like acoustic, completely yeah. down. It's like if it's yeah, not yeah. Good, acoustically, it doesn't matter what production you put on top. It's a great exactly. song. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Is, is there, um, uh, is there like a favorite lyric that you have mm. that you've written so far? I found one that I really like. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I want to hear from you first. Is there like a, mm. a, a favorite line that you have? Could be any song. Wow, that's, that uh, that's tough. Gosh. Um, oh, wow. I think, I, I, I feel like when I write songs, I have kind of a, uh, um, like a, a thread or a vein that I stick to kind of in that relates to all of my songs I always seem to write about like um, social media in a way in, in like in how kind of it affects me or how I'm feeling about social media and what it's doing so for example in Taste Like Water that's that's about social media and like you know that's about being in touch with a person on social media but but, but how fake it can be yeah. um you know in, in, while you're online you know mm. like and that that song is about how real life is always better for me than than digital yeah. um or even in even in like um tiptoe you know tiptoe is about like kind of sneaking around on on yeah. social media like you know that it's about vanity and and sneaking around and, and that kind of stuff so i feel like there's always that kind of thread but in terms of my favorite lyric gosh um <laughs> It might have to be actually, you taste like water. that's a song where I had the title first so that song literally started with the title because oh, cool. I forget and I forget how it happened I think somebody said it or something and you know I just got I heard it and I was like that was that sounds so weird like that is such a weird thing to say to somebody um you know is it is it a good, is it a good thing is it a bad thing like you know you yeah. don't know right you can't so tell by I the just, title I, I, I love <laughs> yeah, so I I loved I loved that I was like man that's so weird so I, I decided right I'm gonna write a song literally called you taste like water and so I think those are some of my favorite lyrics you taste like water you're so vanilla my favorite color I think those those kind of things are you know they're really interesting things to say to somebody you know yeah. um like is it an insult is it not is you know it's, it's weird so I think yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had um, 
because I was I'm like I listened to all your stuff and um I'm the there there was a lyric that I was because I usually like listen to it while I'm like working on some stuff and like doing my research um and then Mm -hmm. for some reason I don't know why but this just kind of stuck with me this line and I hope I'm not gonna picture it but it's from Underdog. (laughs) oh wow (laughs) um it's from underdog and you say um every day i lie to myself because i hate or because i hate to think i'm all alone keep us under lock and key every day yeah i thought that was such a powerful lyric like it literally yeah that line made me stop whatever I was doing. I'm wow. Like, wow. That is like some serious, wow. like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a lyric person. So I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. lyrics and that's why, I mean, I reached out because I'm like, dang, like, this is not just great music, but you know, this guy is yeah, like, amazing yeah. lyricist. <laughs> um, I, oh, I, I love especially songs that aren't just about, you know, the typical love songs and the breakup songs. And yeah. Yeah. You know, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. There's a time and place for that, of course. Sure, uh, sure. But, you know, it's, it feels so over-exaggerated that when I hear yeah. things that are different from that, it just yeah. makes, oh, I'm like, oh, this is different. Okay, let, let's see yeah, yeah. what you got, you know, kind of like, okay, yeah. let's, just, let's stay with this. And for some yeah, reason, yeah, yeah. Like, this lyric just kind of stood out to me. Um, wow that's really interesting backstory to that or um like i mean again that 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 song was was kind of um again in the same vein of like social media kind of um vanity like i i like to write about um like what i call cognitive dissonance like something that um you know might feel right but is wrong or or is wrong but it feels right or something you want but you can't have and this push and pull (laughs) idea I really like to write about that kind of stuff. So again, that uh, underdogs was the same kind of thing. It was the idea that like, like I feel like an underdog. You know, I feel like a, uh, you know, that someone who's like kind of left behind or left out. You know, especially on social media can give you that those self confidence issues. You know, um, you can feel left out. You can feel like you're not good enough or this and that. Um, so I, I, yeah, that that song is is about that really. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop, back off, where the underdogs, they like to keep us under lock and key. Hello truth, how are you? Help us raise a flag. We've been waiting and we don't want to hold back. Won't stop, to the top, where the underdogs, they like to keep us under lock and key. Every day. I love like the concept is just really good and I, I don't want to give away too much you know I want people to listen to this song but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know that that just line it just stuck in my head right because every day wow, yeah yeah because I hate to think I'm alone because I think like everyone kind of feels like that and when you yeah say it, yeah you're like this is how I feel and you're like 
<sighs> yeah. Like, I thought I was the yeah. only one yeah. feeling this, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you say yeah. it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel like that too. Like, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, connecting with people through through my music is like one of the greatest joys ever. I, I love when people say that they, they can relate to it or connect to it. I think that brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's like your, your favorite part about music? Like what is it that draws? Why music? Like it could be, it could have been anything. Yeah. Like dance, it could be cooking, yeah. it could be like yeah. drawing, you know, those are our art forms as well. But like, why music? Yeah. Why do you think? you know, from such an early hmm. age, you were drawn to it. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a really good question. I think, um, I don't know. I mean, both my parents, like, are, are really into listening to music. They, they, don't, they don't play anything. They're not musicians, but they love to listen to music. So I, I was kind of, um, I was like, um, what's the word? I was exposed to a lot of music, you know, from a very young age. Um, and different music, like they're mostly into country music, but my dad introduced me to like some rock and roll and my mom to some like kind of pop stuff. So I had a, I don't know, I had a lot of exposure at a young age. And I think, I don't know, I just remember certain like chords, especially like piano chords, certain chords with a particular melody, the way that the, the intervals of the melody with the chords would interact with each other would really kind of make you, you know, you would feel something, you know, um, almost not even knowing what the lyrics were, if it was just yeah. kind of a good chord progression with a nice melody that was, I don't know, it just, you kind of feel something, you know? Um, I guess in the same way that a really good drum beat, you know, you can really feel that, yeah. you can feel that rhythm. And so I just, I, I became obsessed with that feeling of like, of, um, yeah, just just interweaving melody. Because when I first started writing, I was writing really like weird stuff, like really, um, you know, I don't want to say jazzy, but I was using like weird chords and weird melodies and yeah. a lot of like, you know, verging on atonal stuff <laughs> yeah. before I actually got into writing like commercial music. Yeah. Um, but I think that experimenting with that, because I was just looking for that feeling of like, of, of like that really grabs you. I was like, oh, you know, that's, that's, yeah, I was really into that. So I think that that feeling is what made me get into writing my own music. But then when I got older, I realized, you know, if I want to make this a job, I need to make music that people want to listen to, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I, I uh, you know, I try to take what I've learned and what I enjoy and turn it into um, commercial music, yeah. uh, which, you know, which I, which I hope I can get across in my music. Because I hope my music doesn't sound the same as a lot of other music. Mm -hmm. I, I want things to be different. Um, and that's why it's interesting when you mentioned like love songs, you know, I was always really against writing love songs because I just, it really made me cringe to hear another, you know, oh baby, I miss you, oh baby, I love you. This yeah. I was just so tired of that. I was like, oh, what, why, why are people just recycling lyrics, you know, over and over? So, but, um, so my latest release, Embers, is yeah. essentially a love song. It, it is absolutely 100% a love song. You're my only friend round here So I'm begging you to light the flame Cause I can't look away When your eyes are the embers But I wanted to say it in a way I wanted to say my feelings in a way that may, might Maybe not has been said before Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I, for embers I took the idea of um, you know, like your eyes are the embers, right? You, you, your, your love is the, the embers. I want to reignite that spark that makes that flame. 
um, I, so I kind of took that idea yeah. and you know the idea with hot and cold because in the verses I talk a lot about cold and you know chill and stuff like that you're so damn cold there's flames a dying ember my mind is wrong but this thing in my chest yet does all the talking lay down my guard it doesn't help to wonder as I wait for sun to burn the chill off my bones because I'm weak and I'm brittle. So, yeah, so I, I did write a love song, but um, I hope I did it in a slightly more interesting way than, uh, totally. you know, than someone like Ed Sheeran or something, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that is like yeah. a real, real like ballad love song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, it is, a, it is a ballad. It, it's a love song, you know, but um, I think it's good for everybody to have at least one song as an artist, you know? Yeah. No, I'm not saying to like not write them at all. Like, it's funny because I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. write, because I started songwriting when I was like 12 as well. And um, yeah. after I convinced my parents that like, wanting to play the guitar is not just a phase and stuff. yeah 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 <laughs> my, my my parents took it a little bit more convincing uh <laughs> um but you know i was the same way i'm like i'm not writing love songs so that's like yeah you know, so cliche and yeah. stuff like that and then i have one i have one love song um and that i kind of wrote it by accident um for right. a couple weeks before our wedding so wow kind of I mean it's very emotional that time so I just kind yeah, of that yeah. was one of those songs where I just sat yeah. down and, like in 15 minutes I was done with the song I don't usually fall in love baby but I can't help it because it's you I don't usually fall for puppy eyes baby writing it right i just had like, like yeah 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 guitar um and just vocals knows it wow. and <clears throat> amazing and so obviously you know you can't be like oh i'm never gonna write a love song and i'm not never gonna yeah no no song and or party song and like oh, no, no. there's time and place for that <laughs> exactly yeah. and if, if it comes out naturally then yeah, yeah. Like, I believe if, if a song idea comes out completely naturally, you have to go with that. You know, you have to go with that flow. Otherwise, you could be losing something that might be incredible, you know? Exactly. And the, yeah, fun, yeah. And the funny thing is, <laughs> the majority of people say that that is their favorite song. Out of all the songs I've written over, like, over a decade now. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I've been writing for 14 years. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah, that's my favorite song. I'm like, really? Like, the love song? Really? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's again, I didn't want to have that, like, cliche, like, I love you kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I wrote it completely different. And it's coming from the aspect. Yeah. I literally opened the song. And I don't usually write love songs, baby, but I'll make an exception for yeah. you. And so the entire yeah, song yeah, is really yeah, about, yeah. like, these cliches. 
Like I don't oh, do this, nice. but nice. this time I'll make an exception. And yeah, so, that's cool. I like that. That's a uh, that's a good idea. Wow. <laughs> wow. So that's like because I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not writing a love song. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road, and you don't have to be a Taylor Swift <laughs> where the entire album is just about yeah, yeah. you know love and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I love Taylor Swift. I love listening to her songs, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not necessarily the route I need to go down. And yeah. I'll leave that to the experts and so I just think I resonate to other artists that do the same that, mm. um, you know and that's yeah I reached out I'm like oh like this is cool like I love yeah <laughs> and they're so different <laughs> um so yeah I just oh cool wanted to acknowledge that um yeah yeah thank you the um I love the story um that you told about um, how your studio came together because I want to touch about that. Uh, really oh yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah. have a studio. I, I hope I mentioned this in the beginning. Um, uh, the Holy Well Studio. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of ex explain how that happened because I think that's a great opportunity, really, for artists to kind of notice, like, oh, COVID had also its benefits that's when i started my podcast right and so you kind yeah, of yeah to um build the studio absolutely yeah yeah so um you know before we had i mean we've only had the studio not even a year now it's only been like maybe nine months that we've had the studio and um before that josh and i my my producer we were working out of our bedroom so i live in east london and he lives further east london and so we were just going back and forth. I was bringing my guitars to his place. He was coming to my place. And we were just, most of the songs that I released were done like that in our, bed, in our bedrooms. Yeah. And, um, you know, COVID happened. So I had no gigs. Um, we weren't allowed to, to basically see other, other people. You know, you were allowed to have your bubble for work, yeah. but you weren't allowed to, to see anyone else. So we had this bubble because we, we worked together. Um, so we, you know, we had this opportunity to get the studio space, um, right in the heart of Shoreditch in East London. Yeah. And, um, so we just jumped on it and we were like, man, like, you know, we, we started having all these ideas of, you know, we can treat this as a business. We can start actually collaborating with other artists. We can start expanding our kind of, um, you know, musical network by not just writing and releasing music. We can do mixing jobs for other people. We can do mastering. We can do vocal tracking. We can do all kinds of stuff if we have a, a decent space like this yeah. so we jumped on that opportunity and we spent the first kind of i would say two months of lockdown just literally building the studio because it was an empty space it was just an office there was nothing there so no furniture no and we had to soundproof the whole thing um we had to get you know decent equipment because but in our house we were just working on like a you know a normal little interface this and that you know um we had i had i had some really terrible speakers so, you know, we actually had to invest into some good equipment um, that we can, so we can do our jobs properly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after a few months, we were kind of up and running. And uh, ever since then, we've been here. I mean, I'm here literally every day and it, it's, it's nice to feel like I have a place to go to, to work, right? Because mm -hmm. I was, you know, I was working for, I mean, I have been working from home my whole life, just making music, recording this and that. Yeah. Um, and it feels good. It feels good to actually go somewhere to work um yeah. you know because you can get really the house can get really claustrophobic especially if you're trying to get inspired or you know get some new ideas the house can feel really just because you're there all the time right yeah. so you know i remember the first like two months that we were in the studio i was just so excited i had so <laughs> many ideas i was just like playing around we were staying here till like four in the morning we were just like it was like it was an incredible feeling 
so uh, yeah, now it's up and running, Hollywell Studio, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. Dang, yeah. Plus, it's like yeah. again another stream of income, right? It's like a exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of what we were talking about before. So it's um, and and but it also proves like you don't need the the studio to get started, right? Like you said, like the majority of exactly. Your- at home and you didn't have the best equipment um exactly um so it's good like the home studio is perfect to get started and nowadays mm-hmm. thank goodness we have the opportunity to do that we don't have to book yeah uh, yeah really expensive studio time yeah. <laughs> if you could go to bed tonight and wake up the next morning um with one skill that you could do be to perfectly for the rest of your life which one would it be Interesting. Um, like in terms of music or in terms of anything? Just, well, any, I believe anything is related to music. So, <laughs> right. So, like, you could be like more productivity or music marketing or, yeah, or writing songs or whatever. I would say, I would say, um, I would say vocals, like singing, because um, that's kind of, that's an area that I feel is, is the weakest for me. I feel like I'm not. I'm not a conf- I'm not confident in my voice, um, and I've always I've always felt that way. Yeah. But I think you know, and I've taken loads of vocal lessons, and you know, I've built a lot of confidence in my voice. But I'm it's still not my, um, you know, the area of music that I'm that I'm most comfortable in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, I mean, and you know, everybody loves a good voice, right? So yeah. like, if I could have a voice that that would resonate with everybody, I would I would absolutely take that. Yeah, because you can do so many things with the, with a good voice, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's the thing. The thing people will relate to most is is a voice. You know, yeah. um, especially just the average listener to music. That's that's the one thing they relate to. You know, they they almost don't care about the drums or the bass or you know anything like that. It, mm-hmm. It's all about the vocal, right? Mm-hmm. So if I could have a vocal like that, I, I would I would totally do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting because I I thought like listening to all your stuff and like oh he, he mm. must be so like mature in his voice and he's just like always <laughs> you know and i love your voice i think it has that oh, thank you. Rich, like, deeper tone but then you also have yeah. like, this roughness to it so it, yeah yeah it's this like rock alternative like pop vibe that you're going yeah so it yeah has, like, that, that roughness to it but that like nice rich deep voice oh, thank you <laughs> so it's it's thank so you. i think it's so interesting how you know how we perceive someone and then how we yeah. ourselves right we're like yeah I, yeah yeah i can totally feel that i'm totally insecure about my vocals too it's like yeah yeah i don't have to sing on my tracks that's great if i can find someone to get up <laughs> on them perfect <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> But, oh, dear. <laughs> you know, so at least, like, at least you're out there and putting yourself out there because I think that is scary. I think vocals are the most um, scary thing <laughs> to like. It is. Like, yeah. I mean, it, they're, they're the most like, because it's if you putting yourself out there for the world, right? I mean, you, you're, yeah. you're exposing yourself through your voice. Mm-hmm. And it's also the most important thing in a song. It's the thing people are going to listen to. It's the thing people want to hear. Yeah. So you know, those, those two elements together make vocals like, like a scary thing, you know, really, really scary thing. And, and like I said, I'm still not 
fully confident in my voice it's it's the area that i would that i want to improve the most um and i, I, I you know i'm i'm, I'm working on it <laughs> yeah. i'm getting to that level where where i have that confidence yeah <laughs> that's um I, I i can tell you later on i can um because there's an episode where I interviewed uh she's an opera singer opera singer oh, and, wow. uh, she completely changed my mind about singing and vocals um just wow that i think we went well over an hour i think it was like one hour 20 minutes or something <laughs> but um, wow. she's amazing and i'm like oh my gosh okay i'm gonna give the singing thing a shot you know so, yeah 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 i can i can wow. with her because she's amazing um just how she teaches Absolutely. it completely changes the game of singing yeah wow um i think it's just interesting wow. how you know our insecurities kind of we try mm -hmm. to not hide them but like we think we have these insecurities and someone else is like mm -hmm. dang this dude has like a banger voice like awesome and then like <laughs> and then we're so insecure you know exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Else that thinks it's uh, i just think it's weird how we perceive ourselves rather than like how others absolutely so. absolutely yeah i completely agree <laughs> um wow the one question I, I like to ask is um, what what are like three things or like advice that you would like to give to other artists that are listening to this? Um, something mm -hmm. they um, maybe sh should look out for or something they something that's have helped you where you're like, I would have if I could have known this like five years ago or 10 years ago, it's safer. Yeah. More time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say. I would say one thing would definitely be the the releasing of you know the the releasing of singles. I think, I think just the age that we live in, you know, with digital and with social media, I think it is so important to establish yourself as an artist um, through singles. I think you know, working on an album is great, and you can have an album in mind, but to get yourself to that level where an album would be beneficial, yeah. I think you have to start with singles. Um, so I would say don't write your first song and then release it straight away. Maybe write your first three or four songs so you're covered for the next, you know, four to six months. Yeah. Um, I think that's, as an as a upcoming artist, I think that's a really important thing to, uh, to get into, like a habit to get into. Yeah. Um, and then I would say as another point or piece of advice, mm -hmm. um, something that's worked for me is, um, is playlist pitching, right? So everybody wants to get on a Spotify playlist, right? Like that's, it, it is a very important thing for artists to get on Spotify playlists. It's not going to, you know, you're not going to make an income from it, but it's a really good exposure. Exposure, um, exactly. Yeah. So I think treat, treat playlists as an exposure. Don't, don't look at it as a, a revenue stream, right? You need that to build yes, up your thank fan base. You. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> right? I mean, it's, what, it's, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to tell people, like, they see it as, oh, it's yeah. just, like, no, 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 no. If you treat it like a source of income, no, no. you'll be broke <laughs> forever. Exactly. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. So treat, treat it, treat it as exposure. And, you know, pitching playlists is super important. So, you know, websites like Submit Hub or like um, Playlist Push or all these, you know, all these submitting websites. I hear a lot of complaints about them, you know, about, oh, I don't get anything. I don't see anything. Um, I think that comes down to like who you're targeting, like what kind of playlist you're targeting, mm -hmm. but also it could come down to, you know, your song, right? The, the quality of the song, because yeah. 
like I said, unfortunately, people have very, very short attention spans. Um, people don't want to listen to a six or seven minute song, you know, so I think having that 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 hit factor, you know, that like high intensity um, in any genre, you know, it could be like slow or whatever, but even a ballad, but but get them get them right from the beginning. Right. Like like I said earlier, there's no rules in songwriting, but there are guidelines that that I like to follow. And one of them is, you know, grab them at the beginning of the song, you know. Um, and I think that's where you'll see benefits with Submit Hub or things like that. Mm. Um, yeah. And then I guess a final piece of advice um, would be kind of what we said earlier, which is don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? So make sure to cover different areas of music because music has so many areas, right? You can, you can go to like radio, you can go to sync, you can go to, you know, play live if you can, you can collaborate, you can offer yourself as a top liner or a lyricist. I mean, there are so many little things you can do, um, which I think is is absolutely one of the most important things, um, you know, because otherwise you're going to isolate yourself and you're going to get stuck into one, you're going to get tunnel vision, right? And you're, you're not going to be able to break out of that habit. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what I think. <laughs> that's great advice. Uh, uh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is, this is what this this podcast is really built upon is like it's for musicians for musicians right we're just kind of all yeah learning what to do i mean we are changing exactly yeah yeah great like the music business is changing and um mm -hmm. and you know some of uh, some of us are kind of stuck and some are like oh this is working and so i think it's important mm -hmm. that you know we just all help each other out and be like you know what this hasn't done anything for me this has worked or whatnot like absolutely absolutely yeah oh thank you for like sharing that advice and um no worries my pleasure being so <laughs> so open and honest and uh, you know that's what i just really look forward to in an artist like i don't know I'm yeah like, good music is great but i'm like okay who what person is behind that what person is um, yeah yeah you know representing that um that for me yeah. is more important because I'm like, okay, I'm not just supporting your music, but I'm supporting you as a person. And if you're mm -hmm. an mm -hmm. idiot, then, <laughs> then I'm like, oh, I don't know if I, I don't know. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Music all of a sudden. So I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, might as well. There are yeah, yeah. things that I can move on to. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, that's why, yeah. Thank you for putting up great music and continuously oh, doing that, right? Just like staying on it. <laughs> You know, having your studio now and wow, like yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you. My cl my closing questions that I like to ask seems very simple, mm -hmm. but I think it's like the hardest one to answer. Uh, yeah. but I think you kind of hinted um, on answering this, um, but what makes mm -hmm. a good song for you? All uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, wow. Um, <laughs> that's interesting because you know we all have, we all have certain things that we like in music right some of us exactly. like my producer josh for example he's all about the drums like he yeah. is absolutely obsessed with drums like you know <laughs> he could give a crap about the lyrics right? yeah. you know <laughs> so i think um it's obviously a very kind of subjective so yeah i would i would say what makes a great song for me is something that grabs me right from the beginning yeah. um like even even with the intro right so you know if the, if the intro can grab somebody then yeah. Um, then I think the song is good. I mean, even in a lot of my songs, I don't even really do an intro because mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like people's patience just don't can't really handle that. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, artistically, I might want an intro, but yeah. but you have to kind of sit back and think as a listener, you know, you have to sit there and listen to it and go, you know, is this actually necessary? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think I think if a song grabs me from the beginning, then it's going to be a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes down to, you know, uh, gosh, like the vocal is obviously one of the most important parts of a song, you know, I mean, yeah. even if your voice sounds weird, like it doesn't matter if the voice sounds weird. Like, I, you know, I love Alt-J, like he's got a weird voice, but, <laughs> but the melodies that the melodies that he uses, you know, the, 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 um, the relationship between the vocal and the harmony and this and that, you know, I think it makes for great music. So yeah, that's, uh, I think that's what makes great music. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, it's cool because I like again it's it's different for everyone because um, I think it's so funny because as you think like as a musician you would have to figure it out it's like oh this is like the easy question but it was so funny yeah. when I like start I'm like oh this is like an obvious question and then the then I yeah. was trying out in the beginning of my podcast you know just trying out questions be like yeah. which ones are resonating which one are flopping and blah 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 and for some reason yeah, yeah, yeah. surprisingly this was like the hardest <laughs> one to answer for everyone so like okay i'm gonna make my my uh go yeah, yeah, yeah. last question <laughs> yeah so. it's good because like all elements of a song are important but like you know what what is the what is the most important or what is the best right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting <laughs> um mm. thank you for holding out so long with me and the wi-fi you know kind of, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no worries no worries fading in and out but you know um that's just how it is on zoom that's how you know that we're yeah. recording yeah. this <laughs> live <laughs> um but yeah thank you again i just want to acknowledge you for for all your amazing work and i love it so it's good that there's always oh, regular you. content coming from your side so i always have something yeah. to listen to um where yeah, can yeah. well thank you very much that, that means a lot <laughs> yeah um where where can people find you where can they check out your music and also like holy wall studios and stuff like that um and yeah yeah so i mean yeah, so you, you can find me anywhere, really. Um, Jennings Couch, it's my my name, <laughs> my real name. Um, yeah, you just, you can Google it or social media, you, you'll find me everywhere because luckily the name is quite unique. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll probably be the first one to come up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find Hollywell Studio on Facebook or Instagram. Um, so that's, yeah, we're looking to collaborate with kind of anyone who wants to, so yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I didn't have any problems um, finding you anywhere. So <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Ed. So your Instagram, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Um, Everywhere. Yeah. A YouTube I found you as well. YouTube. Yeah. Even if you're someone who uses Deezer. I mean, I don't know who uses Deezer, but if you, know, if you do, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I've never used this. So I, I can't really Me neither. Me neither. Uh, speak for that. But apparently people do. Otherwise it wouldn't exist. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'll link everything up below um, as well in the description box so people will have no trouble finding you after you just click that button mm-hmm. and it'll send you either Instagram or YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, whatever you're listening to, whatever your thing is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Awesome. Then, yeah, so, and I uh, hope, um, I always want to say holy water, but it's not holy well. <laughs> holy well. <laughs> Every time I'm like, oh, listen to holy water. <laughs> um, holy well studios. Um, yeah. Exactly. Because you, I saw you also have a Spotify playlist for 
that as well. We do, yeah. So we have a Spotify account for Hollywood Studio where we're starting to curate our own playlist. So things that we like or people that we work with will we'll add them to the playlist. And in the future, we're going to try and grow these playlists mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully even become a curator on something like Submit Hub. So uh, that's kind of what I'm aiming to do with that. Yeah. Yes, perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. Then uh, that I'll link that playlist up as well. Um, yeah, because awesome. I saw that that's something I didn't have time to kind of go through all of it, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, everyone's looking for fresh new music, so that's definitely exactly a place to go to. So thank you so much for your time. <laughs> no worries, no. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Musician Secrets podcast. I appreciate your time because you could literally be doing a bazillion other things right now, but you're here with me, so thank you. If you want, you can scroll all the way to the bottom and leave a comment on how you're liking the podcast, what you've learned, and things you've even implemented that have helped you out. As a little thank you, I put together a free members area with all my best resources, books, podcasts, and online courses about everything you need to know as an independent musician from producing to songwriting to marketing to building a home studio all the good stuff all you have to do is either click the link below or go to elisecoa.com slash free i'll see you on the other side bye oh i want to meet the maker yeah i want to be there face to face i know he's gonna make me stronger for me gotta face it day to day i know he's gonna make